Support for today's show comes from Heineken, because with all the stresses of life, it can be easy to lose perspective on what really matters. But Heineken believes that life is about being with friends and opening yourself to new experiences. Because when you live spontaneously and embrace the unexpected, it's a chance to create new stories and connections. You just have to be open to it. So enjoy a refreshingly cold, full-bodied Heineken lager today with its deep golden color, light fruity aroma, mild bitter taste, and a crisp, clean finish. Cheers. Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Cracked Podcast, the podcast all about why being alive is more interesting than people think it is. My name is Alex Schmidt, and I'm the head of podcasting here at Cracked. I'm also known as Schmitty the Clam, and I'm also, also on Jeopardy tonight. Yes, if you are listening to this podcast the day it drops, Monday, October 8th of 2018, then I am a contestant on the TV game show Jeopardy with Alex Trebek on this day. I said last week it does not feel real or like it's actually happening, but I am told it's happening, and uh, that'll that'll be a thing. And it's the main thing on my mind as I'm speaking to you. I'll say more about it on my social media, uh, kind of as it's happening. That's at Alex Schmitty on Twitter, and at Alex Schmitstagram on Instagram. Sort of a little fun joke. It's my name, Alex Schmidt, followed by Stagram, S-T-A-G-R-A-M. You can find more kind of live thoughts on it there. But since my brain's very wrapped up in that right now, this week we're throwing you to a less distracted version of me having an absolute blast with our live episode from last month. The topic is Emmy Awards that we wish existed. That's right, Emmys, the uh, the TV award. And by we, I mean myself and also our audience, because on live episodes, audience members get to join in on the fun. That is, it's one of my favorite things about them. A lot of great ideas from folks who came out to see us at UCB Sunset, and you'll get to hear them today. And then that we is not just me and the audience, folks. It's a crazy panel. And by crazy, I mean good. We have... Demi Adiwebe, Haley Mancini, and Dana Gould. All comedians, all TV writers, all great. And you may know those names already if you're a fan of comedy, but if you don't know them, like, here's the thing. The episode we're doing is about television. It's about how television is made. It's about what we want the making of television to be. And my three guests, uh, like, between them, I did some hasty calculations on the way in today. And Demi Adiwebe, Haley Mancini, and Dana Gould, between them, have been full-time writers for about 10 different TV shows, if you add it all up. And, and I mean big shows like The Good Place, Parks and Rec, Powerpuff Girls, Stan Against Evil, The Late Late Show, The Simpsons, just to name a few. And, and by a few, I mean a whole lot. Uh, so it's bonkers and very exciting that all three of them came together for this show for me and for you, and I think we had a lot of fun, so it's time you heard it. Please sit back or sit someplace. Uh, you can make plans to see me on Jeopardy tonight, or or it might be the afternoon, because uh, I grew up watching it in Chicagoland on ABC7 at 3.30 p.m. It was right after school each day. I would sit down, watch that, then do stuff. Uh, and they still air it then, according to what I Googled. So that thrills me. It feels right. Uh, anyway, enjoy this episode of The Cracked Podcast with Demi Adiwebe, Haley Mancini, and Dana Gould. I'll be back after we wrap up. Talk to you then. Before we get into like all these categories we have, like what what should awards be for? Yeah, the Emmys are are good for home protection. I I, I have some from being on The Simpsons. Uh, woo! Woo! Up for that. And 
not, not for an episode I wrote. I, I have a couple just from being in a room with some other people. And eventually they go, take right. a trophy. <laughs> have a trophy. Right. Like uh, but the Emmys one. are really dangerous because yeah. of the wings of the. Uh, I guess it's a. <laughs> I guess it's a TV angel. I don't know how. Uh, yeah. What to describe? It's, it's uh, yeah. But the wings are incredibly sharp, and you can you can really put an eye out with them, which ironically would make it harder to watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> they made them sharp because uh, people started coming for Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory, and he needs protection. So every time he gets an Emmy, it's another. Yeah, eventually it gets, it does get silly. Like people get in the habit of like, you know, like I know that Modern Family, I think they just, it's like, you, they just give it an Emmy. Yeah. It's like, you're, they're still on, right. oh, give them a goddamn Emmy for Christ's sakes, they're still on. Um, <laughs> to answer the question, the Emmys are for persevering. Just yeah. continuing to do the show. Well, well really, right. they're for selling Cool Whip. I mean, really, the Emmys are to have a show that's broadcast, and they show a lot of clips of other television shows, and people watch it, and they sell advertising. That's, that, <laughs> that, that's why we have Emmys. That's why we have the yeah. Academy Awards and, and Miss America and the Westminster Dog Show. It's all the same thing. No, that's about integrity. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Those dogs are so talented. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. about that's about people taking a lot of time to pick the right two dogs to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually their baby gets a trophy. <laughs> yeah, cuz I well in the Emmys too it's a weird one where I feel like they could just go sort of turtles all the way down with it. Like it's a TV award show on TV. You could almost get to the point where you just have Emmy awards for the best part of this telecast we're watching right now. You know, and someone gets. I think it at the, the Emmys end. were nominated yeah. for the. They Emmys. were nominated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it started they, folding what? in on itself. Yeah. Yeah. You can win an Emmy for best, like, because if you write, oh. you can write for the Oscars and win an Emmy. Mm -hmm. You can sure. write for the Emmys and win an Emmy. You can write for award shows and just win another award. It's yeah. insane. If you yeah. choreograph, like if there's a choreographer that choreographs a dance that goes in the Emmys, you can win yep. choreography for the Emmys. Yeah. The people who wrote uh, Hugh Jackman's opening monologue at the Oscars in 2009 won an Emmy for it. You can win a <laughs> Grammy for the same thing. You might as well just like stack up as many like awards as you can from one performance and then do like... I don't know, costume design for like a British movie and just get a full EGOT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can set yourself Hugh, up. There. Hugh Jackson, somebody won an Emmy for writing Hugh Jackson's monologue? Yes. Who was... Uh, Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub, and Ben Schwartz, I want to say. And it was wow. just That's being fair. funny? Yes. Okay. It's, very, it's a good one. It's sure. a great opener, but <laughs> it's crazy that they have trophies in their house for that, though. All <laughs> and Hugh Jackman men. doesn't. I don't think he does. No, no he doesn't. Because he didn't write it. He was just stage yeah. meat. Mm. He was just, that's right. <laughs> just a puppet. Yeah. We, uh, so we, we came up with a lot of categories in advance of this, and one Demi that you mentioned as an idea is most robotic acting in a non-Westworld series. <laughs> uh, how, uh, how would that play? How would we well, work I that just out? think, it's, <laughs> why, is all the act, why are all the awards for the best actors? Why don't some of the worst mm. actors also get Emmys for trying? And I feel like... Takes the con you know, you have to have a lot of confidence you to gotta still get a, out there. Right, and to just be okay with the first take. You gotta really... <laughs> you should deserve an award for that. And I feel like it's just whoever has the worst line readings of something. Uh, I can't think of a specific example, but, like, if there's a scenario where it's like someone's child is missing, they're just like, where is my kid? Where are they? 
I haven't seen them in so long. It's like, your kid just died. <laughs> Show some emotion. Cry a little. Go there with us. Go. Yeah. Or you know what makes me think of it is like in all of those NCIS or like CSI shows, there's always the lab tech that like continually asks you to come take a look at this. <laughs> like they walk around the room like 40 times. They're like, yeah, but no, take a look at this. Mm-hmm. And like they only, it's like the same tone every time. They yeah. never elevate. They're never like, I'm putting this together for you. They're just like, now take a look at this. Uh, Chief, you're going to want to see this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that, when procedural shows became the uh, lingua franca of television cop shows, that character supplanted the other character, which was when renegade cops that played by their own rules. There was a time, <laughs> according to television, where not one police officer played by the established set of rules. Why have the rules they, at they all? They all played by their own rules, believe it or not. And uh, in that case- chaos. Yeah, there was, there was anarchy <laughs> in the police department. But that, that guy would have a, a boss that was always, every time you mess around, I get heat from the mayor. And I'm tired of taking heat from the mayor. So, <laughs> this, the the, the put-upon uh, chief of detectives. Yeah. Was the, but now he's been replaced by that guy. <laughs> Hooker's a good cop. <laughs> I'm sticking my neck out for you every damn week. Yeah. I'm a new cop. How, what, kind, what set of rules do you play by? The established. <laughs> I want a show called Two Fine Cops, where they just follow every rule. Uh, ten minutes of every show is just them doing paperwork. Yeah, it's a real, pr- it's a true procedural. Yes. Whew. Well, that was Dragnet. That show was on. It was yeah, just but even then, two they, guy, a lot of shoe leather on that show. They made it like spike. They had like hats and stuff. That's not that's not real cop work. <laughs> Here's a. Can I tell you a fun little story about Dragnet? On if a podcast, you know, you know. sure. <laughs> this is yeah. This is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> Dragnet was a very famous television show. Uh, it was a radio show in the '40s and '50s. Then it became a television show in the '50s. Then it came back in the late '60s and '70s. It was a, it was a huge franchise, and it was this guy Jack Webb, and he had several partners throughout the run of the show. In the latter series of Dragnet, that was on the late '60s and early '70s, Jack directed every episode, starred in every episode, and loved to get shit-faced. Um, so, like, a, like in real life or on the yeah, show? Yeah, at oh, lunch. Okay. At lunch. Jack would have a okay. liquid lunch. Uh, and so what they would do is they would come in every day and they would shoot all of the singles in the morning when Jack was, uh, let's oh, use no. the phrase, compass mentis. And then after lunch, they would do all the coverage. So if you ever watch Dragnet on a rerun, uh, you know, all the master shots, Jack's walking, he's not moving his arms much. He's just kind of storming into a room and coming to a sudden stop. And then they'll cut to the single and he's fine because that was four hours later when he was not shit-faced. See, he would lose this Emmy. He's too... Uh, he had his own style. He was, yeah, he was a, he was a locomotive. He was a human locomotive, Jack Webb. <laughs> he was famous. All those memes of like talking to hippies. You think you're pretty far out and freaky, don't you, son? You know, it was, it was that guy. Because yeah. I've heard various stories about various people just being like, the star of the show is incredibly hard to work around and people yeah. dealt with it. There should be like a crew or technical award for sure. like, oh, yeah. most effectively working managing, around. Yes. Managing the talent. Yeah. 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 It's called the Busey. 
special, <laughs> it's a special award. There is a special Emmys. There's this, the, well, you would know this because uh, you worked in animation. There's the Creative Arts oh, yeah, Emmys. Yeah, that's what I was. Which is the, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. It's the Emmys for carnies. Yeah, that, uh, exactly. I went to, we call it the Ugly People Emmys. Uh, that's, what you were, that's the one I went to. Animation yeah. and other categories, they go to the Creative Arts yeah. Emmys because it's not sexy enough for the broadcast. Yeah. Because the Emmys go so long, they've started to move more important awards, quote unquote, to the Creative Arts Night. So now it's gaining yeah. popularity. Mm -hmm. It's becoming like, you know, the weird kids in high school that are like after high school now, or it's like I'm it's starting to become all right. I'm nominating you guys for the Maroonies. Oh, the wait. Maroonies? <laughs> yeah. yeah? You think we got a chance? Oh, just. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for having me. The Maroonies. That's so true, too, about that Creative Arts Emmy show, like, we're taping this before the, the main Emmys on Monday, but after they already did those Creative Arts ones where they, for some reason, do basically every animation award. They like, don't, yeah. They also don't televise those, right? They I, do now. They've start. that's the thing. It's gaining uh, as popular. So now yeah. they televise that on, like, FX or something like that. Uh, uh, basically, off-air at the Creative Arts ones, they do outstanding animated program, outstanding short-form animation, outstanding character voiceover performance, and then a whole set of jury prizes for the actual drawing. So that's like all the parts of an animated show. Yeah. 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 My friends had to do the selection for the jury prize for the, like the storyboard Emmy. And they yeah. said, the storyboard Emmy? Yeah, because so, you have to Good go through. God. But check this out. If they don't all agree that somebody should win it, they just don't give it. What? Whoa. Yes. And... So there was a, it became a 12 <laughs> angry man. I probably shouldn't be saying. Uh, it became like, I think there was like, they had a big and storied argument about like who should get it, whether they should get it, all of that. And apparently that's just like the thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> insane and incredible. And I want to see the movie. I of know. That. I want to see that 12 angry men. Because yeah, you don't exactly. have to give it. I'm like, oh, doesn't anybody, like, I just know that they were in there the entire time discussing it. Like, it was a very big thing because <laughs> you technically don't have to give an Emmy. Please tell me that, like, in 12 Angry Men, there was one guy that was like Jimmy Stewart. They were, <laughs> they were, they were ready to give the award, and he's like, I just one thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny thing that that one character only has three fingers in this panel. Oh, <laughs> No. Three fingers. Oh. Oh. Four, fi four fingers in the other. Oh, no. Stop this counting the fingers, James. <laughs> <laughs> Hooker's a good cop. <laughs> okay, now imagine Bart Simpson's over here and Milhouse is over here. No, no, it doesn't Where matter. Where are the in-betweens? And then one by one, they're just like, no, the fingers are weird. They are weird. Maybe we should give it to Bob's Burgers. <laughs> We've turned Clyde. Clyde, come on. Why? What's to stop them from there from being one rogue agent who's just like, mm, no, I don't like it no matter what, and they just never yeah, give an Emmy. Don't want to give an Emmy. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just know that my wife's in labor. Let's just decide. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, exactly. This is important. Uh, Haley, you mentioned that there could be, if we really get fun with the Emmys, a category of best HBO sex position. Oh, yeah. I and, just, uh, I've always been fascinated by the fact that HBO doesn't trust men to be able to follow a storyline unless <laughs> there's like some tits guiding them through. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. like, I always felt like there should just be a little bouncing ball across the boobs that's also being like, Daenerys is the Stormborn one. And she's like, <laughs> on every single, what, I'm right. Uh, I'm right, yeah, it's every HBO show. Is, yeah. yeah, they're like, they're like, fuck, this part's really important, but we have to get everybody through this. And they're like, 
there's just all there's probably like three people that are like well I don't know they could be like you know moving boxes or and then there I think there's just one guy that's like what about some titties yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like we need to explain Game of Thrones world so it'll be done in a brothel with just people in the yeah, background yeah exactly it's because yeah. every time I watch a TV show my very first question is but how did they get here? And so they have to show me sex, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, okay. I forgot. It's, like, it's, it's not unlike the Westminster Dog Show. In that yes, regard. exactly. Yeah. And I hate that they always yeah. break. Right before they go to commercial, there's yeah. like, don't forget, and then they show two dogs fucking. This is a, yeah, exactly. This is, a weird, this is a weird HBO story that I, I can probably say. Uh, my, my, my ex-wife ran HBO for, for years. There was one time when there was, uh, uh, they were having problems on the show Girls, which uh, she put on the air, uh, there was uh, jizz flying through the air. And she was like, there, the standards of practice, and I was like, honey, there was, there was a big rope of jism on Sex in the City one time. And, and yeah, Jim, reference, yeah uh, we've shown flying jizz before. Like, had, big Ed, get four <laughs> lawyers on the phone. We've had jizz flying before on this network. Yeah, Samantha makes that guy taste his own cum because she's. Cause that it's, was actually a dragnet. You're, again, you're complaining. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they shot that at 7 p.m. at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that you had to cite precedent like it was a Supreme Court case. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also like I feel like the Emmys has not yet but could they could just get into a place where especially cuz there, there are all these very specific streaming services where you pay a price just to get all of one thing. Like they could just start doing best Netflix show. You know, we could just that, go that do, direction. Do people even know all the Netflix shows? I'm no, on one. And no, I, don't I mean, people come up to me like, "Oh my God, have you seen Wigwam Cemetery?" No, I've never even heard of it. Oh, wait, you have to. You really should. Season two is where it gets great. Yeah, I'm still watching Highlighter Inc. North Dakota. You know, I I know that I'm not gonna ever finish any show, and it's so hard for me to catch up on everything that I'm just kind of like, if I start a show and then I can't catch up to it by the time that they are airing more than what it, like. So I started watching Orange is the New Black, and then I sort of dropped out around season three, and then I was like, they got to season, I think they're on season six now? Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, well, that's twice what I've seen already, so I'm done with that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, I yeah. did the same thing. Yeah, exactly. but I also have a policy where I'm just kind of like, if a show is more than two seasons, and I have not started already, I'm just not going to. It's in the past, and I will never see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will never see most shows. Like, the why, I'm just like, I'm not going to. But I get it. The teenager, my, my oldest daughter is 16, and she, she watches television. She's like, I'm going to watch The Office. Oh. And she watches all of The Office. So they're yeah. really completionists. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm okay. going to watch blank and then they'll watch all of you know all of Bob's Burgers and yeah. they just yeah that that's they move through it and I can't, like, do, it's I a can't do that it's yeah. so hard way. and they'll just in she just it, Grey's Anatomy kids <gasps> ingest my sister <laughs> loves Grey's Anatomy and yeah. I don't under she, like it's people like to see doctors long. cry yeah, we all love to see the people who heal us get hurt. But yeah. I don't understand doing that over 220 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it. In the most procedural way ever. Right. Yeah. And like... we love to hear a Rascal Flat song over someone dying, which is another one of my Emmy categories. Yeah. Rascal, Rascal Flat so much so that they're called done. Rascal Flat Lines. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I gotta go. I Where's have my Emmy? to make. Where's my Emmy? Rascal Flat Lines. You lost a Pornhub, I'm 
pounds. I did as well. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, they earned it. They earned yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you got to give them credit. <laughs> Grey's is something I really like. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very, like, classic doctor show. And, and I think Haley suggested, like, best cop show, given that The Wire is the best. Uh, but And also, like, I feel like we... There's enough TV lineage we could have just best cop show every year, best lawyer show, Absolutely. best doctor show. You really could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just give it to like Chicago cop or whatever the fuck yeah. <laughs> every year. They give it to like what's easy because it's like that's the thing is like when people are upset about what wins at the Emmys, it's just, you have to remember this conversation about the fact that we can't possibly ingest all of these shows and then you're supposed to vote. You're in the Academy, yes. so then you have to sit there and vote and you're like, oh, I don't What's this? I yeah. heard Mr. Robot's real good. I feel like the Emmys could be service oriented if they had some kind of award for like best show to recommend to your parents. You know? Oh yeah. Like that would be because because talk to my parents. You know, often, and then they'll be sure. uh, they'll be like, "Are you watching anything?" And then I'm running all kinds of codes and filters yeah. in my head of like, "Is this okay?" Is I that just okay? Google yeah. what's Juliana Margulies up to. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever it pops up, I'm just like, "Mom, you gotta check out." Mm, the good wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and she's uh, she's like way ahead of you. Son. Yeah, no. Every time I talk to my mom, she tells me about Madam Secretary, which is a show I'm still convinced does not exist. Oh, it's been going on. Wait, for Gina Davis. It did, but it, Gina Davis. Wait, no, no. Taylor Leone. Madam Secretary is Taylor Leone. Gina Davis was Madam President. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, what so, the? Oh, so it was Madam President? Yeah. Okay. There Gina is Davis. a hat she somewhere. There is a. There are two hats at, in an office somewhere that's just an adjective. And, Ma- and Madam and a was job. just sitting alone yeah, at women's clothes. Yes. <laughs> but she talks about how good Madam Secretary is. I have never seen anyone else refer to this show. I've seen billboards for it and been like, they put that up. But for it my was mom. only on for two years. It, it wasn't. No, on no long. it's still on. Wait, what? No. Madam no, Secretary. Really? Madam Secretary is still running. I think it is in its fifth season. No. No. I. The thing is, we'll never know. There's no way to check. But she also loves... She also loves the show Bull, which I what? Yeah, I'm and you know what Bull is? It was canceled. It's a judge who plays by his own set of rules. <laughs> he makes the fucking rules. He's the judge. Why, was, why is that? Wait, what's the show called? Bull. 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 Uh, My mom loves. But this no, that was literally us. like a, it, it, the billboard was literally <laughs> his own set of rules. Yeah. No. Somebody play by the rules. And his last name is Bull. Yeah. I used of to course. love. I love those reality judge shows. Like the judge shows, like I love daytime television. I can't wait to be like yeah. eighty. I'm, like, I'm gonna be like Price is Right straight into like Judge Judy, like three Ooh, rounds yeah. of it. And then the guy has a bat. There's like one guy that's like, oh, Judge Alex, he has a bat instead of a gavel. Oh, he, I don't know, cause he's just tough. Cause like, he plays by his own rules. Yeah, yeah, he plays yeah, by his yeah. own rules. And people, and you know what? He needs that bat, cause people are coming in about apartment disputes. So, Ooh. you know, it gets very dicey Does he there. like point at them and go like, oh, strike one. He does. Oh, <laughs> he does. Did I write this show? He does. It's does so he? Okay, does he, at the end, whenever he's made his verdict, point to one of them and go, you're out of here? Does he just like, is it all umpire Oh my gosh, I think he might. Ah. I'm trying to remember. Sometimes I'm high while I'm watching it, but... Because judges just call balls and strikes. That's all they do. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. They're like, okay. Judges are just umpires without face masks. Yeah. Yeah. You know... (laughs) And long I, billowy dresses. I love Judges are just umpires who control your reproductive rights. Yeah, Ooh. that's it. <laughs> <Trenchant. Whoa. laughs> I was thinking of a category which could cover uh, our baseball judge, uh, which is just <laughs> best insane on purpose TV show. Yeah, Because there's so that's many best one. insane on purpose TV that's show. That's definitely one. Best insane on purpose oh, okay. TV show. Because yeah. then I, I feel like 
there's all these actual Emmy categories where they kind of cordon stuff off into it's reality or it's animated or it's uh, what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Insane on Purpose covers a lot. Like like the way we actually watch TV is do I watch this reality show or sports or or season two of Cheers, you know, or like right. it's, right. it's oh, just for sure. anything in the world. So just all the insane things together. I legitimately think that a category just pushing for people to make crazier TV would be great because then it means yeah. all these studios will just be like, uh, just can we combine four of these jobs or like they just try to make <laughs> yeah. the craziest chances <laughs> yeah. and then every show would be so much yeah. more interesting. Z- zombie doctors trapped on an island looking for love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he finds love with a yeah. dog that is also the captain of, sh- of a ship. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And that dog was made by being bred at a Westminster <laughs> Correct. Dog always show. comes back to the Westminster That dog. always does. No, you could do like undercover boss chef mm. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's like <laughs> undercover boss chef who has like big opinions on things that they disagree with Whoopi Goldberg about. <laughs> it is a show where the undercover like boss Whoopi Goldberg is funny. <laughs> they go to like a construction site undercover and then they also cook them meals and Whoopi Goldberg is across the street in a van feeding them lines. Yes. She's like, mm, yeah, I don't yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a better Whoopi Goldberg impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, but there was, there's like, okay, so I've never watched on Fox, there's like this show, MasterChef, that I guess I think a lot of people like and this time they had like mentors or something and I was yeah. turning on the TV to watch something completely different but I walked out of the room for a second and then I came back and it was like these two teams competing and their mentors were there and within like two minutes I was like, well don't don't get rid of Samantha. She seems like she really cares. And I was like, oh, I'm pulled in so easily. I'm so swayed by this whole thing. Was there a show called Lucifer about the devil becoming a cop? Yep. Oh, he became a cop? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Just checking. Devil cop. Okay, yeah. good. Devil Cop was the first draft, and then they were just right. like, "Let's just call him by his name, Lucifer." <laughs> yeah, devil but he was, he was the devil. Yeah, and he came back and was funny. Well, enough, was a cop. Loved the cop rules. The devil he loved the cop rules. rules. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, you that's because really I don't feel it. bad now going in with like you know whatever weird thing I'm cooking up like. Oh, but Devil Cop is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? right. Well, Devil Cop did get canceled. <laughs> but after like seven years, probably, you know, it's like, I want, I yes. I like, I just like, how ridiculous, can, could you do like good cop bag of glass yeah. or something? Like, just glass what is the devil in a bag? He's getting away. Hang yes. on, I'm, get, I'm making a blind baby in, in Bogota. Then I'll <laughs> help you out. Bogota! <laughs> okay, that baby's fine. I remember that show, Deception. I'm causing an earthquake in an orphanage, and then I'll help you catch that pin. <laughs> when that show, Deception, was announced, I was so excited because it's essentially magic cop. Deception? Uh, yeah, sure. Deception. It was, they basically, the premise of the show was, it was, we called it Magic Castle because it was Castle, but instead of a novelist, he is a magician. <laughs> they were like, we need this guy's help to solve crimes. Yeah. Uh, it got canceled very quickly, which people, is a shame. Peter, well, I could see, like, I bought a top hat and there was no rabbit in it. Hang on, I can help you. I mm-hmm. know just the guy to call. I know just. <laughs> but like, just imagine, this has to have happened in one of the episodes where it's like someone gets killed and they're just like, and we can't find the body anywhere. It's like, that's because you're not knocking on all the secret compartments in these holes. <laughs> <laughs> like a body just pops out. Yeah, he's he just like, we better magic. call a magician. Almost yeah. definitely. And then before yeah. they cut to like ad break, he, the <laughs> body falls out of the fucking cupboard and he's just like, Abracadabra. That's it. Cut to a fucking the Charmin That's Bears the or best. something. I don't fucking whatever. There was a show in the there was a show in the seventies called The Magician with Bill Bixby. And I believe he was a magician that was like a private detective. Oh no. <laughs> you gotta have two jobs if you're on yeah. TV. Yeah. 
I yeah. like that you still though. If it's a female cop, it's still just uh, she's uh, she's a lady. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Per- that's the personality. Being a lady is a job on TV. Yeah, like, that's exactly. good enough. <laughs> like yeah. she can't possibly. She couldn't be the magician cop. She yeah. needs to be the sidekick. That's, but she's because she's female. She's yeah. a female cop. It's because the ovaries <laughs> make her up tight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See? Her body can make a human being. She plays by her own rules. Own rules. rules. <laughs> yeah. I think Mine I put can't. that. I put a like no nonsense cop or something in there. That, like, yeah, it's one a, a category is best use of she's no nonsense to describe a female character the writer hasn't really figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is great. The yeah. co-lead of deception. Right. Yeah, there you go, exactly. <laughs> the amount of time, because I started as an actor and then I moved into writing, the amount of times I'd read that and I'm like, ah, you just don't know what she, what, what this character is at all yet because her only lines on this page are, why? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, wait, hold on. What are you saying? Okay, she's, okay. She's trying so hard <laughs> to stick it. to those rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I do love that character though because whenever that character first does anything like physically intense, they have a moment where the guy looks at them and she's like, what? And they're just like, what? Dad wanted a son. Yes, <laughs> or they like uh, grew up with brothers. It's like we gotta give a reason why she knows how to kick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where she learned this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then if she you like You know I was raised in a penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> I did my time. Hair flip. And she can't possibly like things that girls like. Like that's the that's like mm. ugh, she's just not palatable that way. Yeah. If she like <laughs> chooses a pink shirt, that's really just off game for her. Like you know, real tough athletes don't wear pink ever. Like Serena Williams has never sported a pink shirt. Wait, you know, like it's just so. <laughs> but it's Serena so Williams off. can be a cop. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, tennis cop. Tennis cop. Wait a second. <laughs> We all should have just brought computers with us. Exactly. Like just oh, typing throughout I have the tagline the... to protect and serve. Oh! <laughs> yes. Oh, there it is. Yes. Wow. Oh. She's here to stop foul play. That's Ooh. Right. Yes. Oh, my queen. God. And I hope she finds love. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. We are, we're all uh, making this joke now. In a month from this, you'll see us all happen. online. I guess you can say justice TV. is her racket. <laughs> Incredible. Two months from now, we're all going to be on The View talking about how much the show means to us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Support for today's show comes from Casper. It is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Doesn't that sound nice? Correct, it does. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night, and it's delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that sized box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and in Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. And get that third in. Sleep is important. And I have very nice sleep on my Casper mattress. And in particular, the the process of setting it up it was kind of crazy. And by crazy, I mean good, because it just came in a very small box that I could kind of wangle up the stairs by myself. Wangle is a verb I use because I'm from the Midwest. You understand. And it's really, really easy to get it to where you need it, have it just sort of unfold out of the box, 
and suddenly you're set with the best sleep experience you can get on a Casper mattress. So why don't you get that? Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash cracked and using cracked at checkout. That is casper.com slash cracked. Offer code cracked for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. You know, there are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through or make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. That is not smart. Uh, here's something that is smart. Going to ziprecruiter.com slash cracked to hire the right person. Because ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Isn't that nice? Something, somebody doing something for you? Taking care of it? Well, it's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. You don't have to sort through the wrong resumes or like wait for that magic person with all the skills to come. ZipRecruiter will find them. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. What do you mean number one, Al? Well, that rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. So a lot of people count on ZipRecruiter and it works for them. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash cracked. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash cracked. ZipRecruiter.com slash cracked. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. With the uh, with like very stock uh, dramatic procedural stuff too, we've got like a lot of categories for just moments in shows. Because also, I I love that awards show thing where with any acting award, we have little clips of them doing it. You know. Yes. And uh, and I think Demi suggested outstanding scream in response to dramatic loss of a child. Could be oh, a whole yeah, award. Oh. Yeah. Just a whole. But then the real is like just screams one after <laughs> another. <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The resident. No! <laughs> no! We've also, uh, this feels very cop. We've also got one here. It's outstanding line reading of the phrase, and what about you, huh? Oh, yeah. Which, this is really when I, when I, so I sent this one to Alex, and he was asking if there's a specific reference to this, and there yeah. isn't, but it's like every scenario in a TV show where two people do something that is shitty, it's like one of them gets chewed out and the other one's like, yeah, and get out of here. And then the, a third person's like, yeah, and what about you, huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, you don't get off the hook just because you also yelled at them. It's just like, and what about you? <laughs> it's every episode of How to Get Away with Murder has that phrase in it oh, at least man. three times. So, so true. Yeah. So true. <laughs> oh, Viola Davis does that so well, too. Yeah, that's why yes. she got the Emmy. <laughs> I'm almost sure her saying, and what about you, huh, was in the real for <laughs> both the Oscar and the Emmy that she has. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You could do a supercut of her, and what yeah. about you, huh? And what about you? Huh? 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 <laughs> do you have doubt? Yeah. <laughs> She was in a film called Doubt. It, it was an excellent, that, by the way, I had never seen her before that film, and I saw that, and I was like, that lady's real yeah. good. <laughs> Final line of the movie is, I have doubt. Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> tell really? them. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the response is, are you sure? <laughs> That's the post credit scene. Yes. And then she looks right at the camera and goes, well, what about you, huh? And what about you, huh? <laughs> Do you have doubt? <laughs> We've also here, here's another one for uh, for reality TV. It's best shot of people thoughtfully chewing on a cooking show. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they always have like a million shots of 
Yeah. You can't tell there's been a run with me lately. Uh, these cooking <laughs> shows. Because well, I don't like cooking. Well, they're kind of miraculous, too, because we never get to like smell or taste any no. of the food. So and we love them. So you always have to rely on them. You, know? like, yeah. you have to rely on like Gordon Ramsay being like... Mm. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then they go on down the line, and it like they cover it in B-roll for like some time yeah. on every <laughs> single episode. And then they like say something. They'll all be very happy about it, and then they come back, and they're like, "Your risotto was underwhelming. It was burnt. It was terrible." And I'm going to murder you now. Yeah. <laughs> Top Mortician would be an interesting Ooh. show. Oh, yes. we pitched that as actually I pitched that show with my friend Annie Gerard, who you may know as a yeah. uh, Annie and Matt. Yeah, well, that'd, be great, that'd be a great show. Yeah, we pitched it to Adult Swim, and I think we yeah. almost got it picked up. But then, like, yeah. they had an uh, they had an executive switch, and it didn't yeah. make it. But we really we this wrote guy a fell into pot. a meat grinder. But you all have to make him look yeah, like Tab exactly. Hunter in the fifties. You get it. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, exactly. And you have to like, and then there's like. Some Somebody that always tries to add a like goes real extra with people. Yeah. They're like, you made her look slutty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought <laughs> we covered up the lesions, but I thought, what about just the sexiest overbite? <laughs> yes. You had made this corpse one of the ugliest men I've ever seen, which matches his personality perfectly. B- yeah. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> and he's delicious. What? <laughs> the people who are eliminated then come back as future yeah, more, uh, women, corpses. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was one that we, I think we did one where it's like, these four corpses have been blown up. <laughs> you must dig through this pile, find the right pieces, and reassemble yes. these two. I love that. <laughs> yes. And reassemble them to match this Madame Tussauds, the Beatles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's like, it's like, I, I decided to go natural with him. Yeah, but he's dead, so yeah. he just looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be like, an, in- an interesting uh, reality show is you have Roseanne, Brett Butler, Gary Busey, and Andy Dick. They're all in a show, <laughs> oh, no. and, the re- and the show is you have to film one scene a day. You have to get a scene done. Finally, a show where the people oh, behind God. the scenes are also the contestants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, have to get a sh- uh, you have to get one scene finished. <laughs> oh, Great. And the dialogue's just like, hello, how are you? Yeah. Great. Like, it's yeah. like that yeah. basic. I don't know, man. Red equals five. Come uh, on, cut, no, cut. Oh, great. Uh, Andy Dick's yeah. trying to have sex with a lamppost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we can use this. Go. Let's go, go, this. go. That's fine. Can you say his lines while he's doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about a lot of competitions just before, we've also got most nervous Shark Tank contestant. Uh, I'm very excited about. I, Shark Tank is like my favorite thing on the planet, and there's always there's always like some somebody that comes in once an episode and is like, "Hello, Snarks." Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, they have to like stop everything and coach them through yeah. it. They're like, "Listen, like we know you have the cure for cancer. Just yeah. get through the pitch. We'll give right. you money. It's yeah. fine." And they're like. <gasps> cancer it'll kill you <laughs> and they just stop and they're like listen it's really do you want to go out and try again yes that'd be great one two three confidence and then they come back yeah. in and they're like oh god i have to leave again i'm so sorry <laughs> it's just every 
every episode they find somebody and then the confident person comes in and is like ladies and gentlemen I present to you the $10,000 iPad <laughs> I was gonna say the next person's always like I invented a thing called scrub daddy it's a sponge it's a sponge exactly <laughs> they're so confident yeah. <laughs> we're getting to the time where if you guys have Emmy categories or awards or ideas that you like you can line up at that mic over there and, and we'll get into them and that'd be a lot of fun so if, if people at home don't know, uh, there are all kinds of different places, including L.A., where uh, the local government will just give a tax break to try to get a production there. And I want some kind of, like, Olympic-style medal stand for places. You know, like, we do some kind of thing at the show where, like, Georgia wins for giving the most... It's just pure who gave the <laughs> who most gave money the most to productions. Right. I think, I think Georgia, I mean, Georgia does win. <laughs> oh, absolutely, because Marvel shoots everything there, yeah. and also, like, The Walking Dead shoots there. Yeah. That's already $7 billion. We, we, Stand Against Evil yeah. shoots there, and uh, my children were visiting me last summer during the production, and then it was just like, what'd you guys do today? They went to the mall, saw Thor at yogurt again. <laughs> I know it's boring to see Thor walk around. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution said that from 2016 to the end of this year, Georgia will give $1.1 billion in tax breaks to productions for just shooting stuff there. There, There's more stuff in production in Georgia than there is in Los Angeles. And um, the Republican nominee for governor, part of his big plan is to get rid of that tax break, which would uh, throw um, uh, half the state out of work, but the other half would be free of Hollywood morals. <laughs> it's about uh, time we get all these yeah. So I'll let you guess what party he's from. Get these elites and, uh, out of here so we can get back to the two things Atlanta should be about, uh, yeah. which is Coca-Cola and Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody... Oh, somebody's coming down. Go ahead and give us your name and, and then uh, what kind of hey, thing. Hey, how's it going? I'm Travis. Hey, Travis. Hello. Um, you guys were talking about cooking shows. Um, I watch shows like Chopped, where the different contestants, yes. you know, like, I think it would be great to give an award for people's backstory, because everybody tries to go with the real <laughs> tearjerker oh, biography, yes. like, yeah. you know, oh, I had a firecracker shoot up my nose, and I can't taste anything in my whole life. I've been trying to cook, but I just can't taste. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. They always do it. That's these... great. Chopped in a different way could lead to... Uh, celebrity mortician. If it, mm. That's true. That's true. A, a serial killer, Put and then you have to, to get them right to. Yeah. 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 We, exactly. You, this guy was uh, bisected by a serial killer. You have forty minutes to get him at the dinner table and have his family not notice. Yeah. <laughs> it's still. It's a very important night. <laughs> It's his daughter's recital, and he's it's got Ricky's to bar be mitzvah, there. and dad is dead. Dad's yeah, dead. You've <laughs> got to get undercover corpse. <laughs> oh. Why well, also? I uh, with the with the like people's backstory stuff. Do you guys ever watch American Ninja Warrior? Yes. Oh yes. Uh, that, they're so talented. Because <laughs> that that is my favorite one of those. Because they do an Olympic style between all the competitions. You find out their whole backstory. But since American Ninja Warrior is like all a bunch of incredibly specific athletics athletic stuff, you end up seeing like the backyard courses they built themselves. Yes. So there's always a shot of them like doing a pommel horse in their backyard with like a <laughs> rope hanging from it and it's great. It's, it's really so good. great. The greatest <laughs> thing about American Ninja Warrior is that you can have someone who you get their backstory and they're just like my dad died when I was very young. Uh, my mom has cancer and we we bonded together by watching this show. It's one of the greatest things so I spent all my time getting this audition and then like getting strong and making sure that I could do this course <laughs> and then on the very first <laughs> Yes! <laughs> 
Always. Oh, Immediately they fall into a fucking pit of water and they're yeah. just like, ooh, that's got a smart. <laughs> <laughs> Fish him out with the net, Jenna. Yeah, it's like, next up, we've got a man who just wandering off the street and he gets to the end. It's so true. It is, is the it? greatest thing in the world. Yeah, nin- ninja is such a, like, a, it, it's a quasi-religious, you know, a, a calling. Oh, in, yeah. In, in feudal Japan. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> these guys are merking. Ver- <laughs> I wonder, do they have, like, Japanese fat guy who thinks he's awesome for no reason? It's like the flip version yeah, <laughs> of American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> we, got a, we got another uh, person here. Hey, everyone. My name's Jim. Um, hey, hello. Hi, Jim. Got a little detour here. Not necessarily television, but uh, the rate that YouTube is getting more and more popular. Sure. Um, Maybe in 10 years, you might be doing another one of these for YouTube award categories. If the viewership goes down this year, it'll be all YouTube next year. Yeah. 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 There so, you go. Like, you we know. have the streamies technically, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The streamies. Which I, I yes. thought that was, a, that was an award originally given out to urologists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it taking over, but I will say I had to go to the first stream. I went to, like, the first streamies or whatever because I was on, like, the first big web series was called prom queen and okay. uh oh yeah <laughs> Woo, thanks prom guys queen. it yeah. was nominated for uh, uh, the first like emmy that was like in that thing or whatever but but we went to the streamies like Streams. everything broke like everything had to like they had to stop everything because something like went wrong and the, like the lights went out like four times or something like that so hopefully the streamies become a big thing <laughs> well if well, that were to happen i was just uh thinking of some categories i don't know like breakout yeah. racist YouTube uh, streamer. Highly <laughs> contested category. Uh, oh, Breakout man. Racist. Best commenter. I, yeah, kinkiest ASMR. I can't uh, wait until the Breakout Racist category has controversy because there aren't enough women nominated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's all these white men that yeah, they're all white. And like all the black guys are like, or all the black women are like, mm, no, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. We're good. And I think uh, most sinister kids YouTube algorithm. Oh, oh yeah, mine. for sure, for sure. Yeah. 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 But like the uh, Papa, yes, Papa. Yeah. Like oh, fuck, the, those like that? pregnant Elsa and Spider-Man baby. The fuck? Oh my, there's such a, oh my God. I don't follow I, at all. We have how much time? Okay, <laughs> there is, there is seriously some extremely, I don't know if it's gone now, but for a while there was some extremely creepy shit happening on YouTube where it was like. No, that people, can't be true. No, <laughs> okay, no, I'm going somewhere, trust me. Where it was like people were making videos where it was like. No. Elsa is like it's someone in an Elsa costume that is pregnant and someone in a Spider-Man costume that's pregnant and they're doing like vaguely sexual things and getting no. like millions of views because kids will search like their favorite things no. on YouTube and then these videos will come up oh. and oh, yeah, it's it's so fucking like I still don't know if it's going on but I reject was, the premise yeah. yeah and it was like they were just basically being like well we're not doing anything explicitly sexual so what are you gonna demonetize us for demonetize demonetize us for uh and it's just like one of the creepiest things on youtube that they were straight up like we don't know how to deal with this for so long that is so wow i originally thought that the the one thing the internet taught us was that most people aren't talented but correct that's uh, true i I think that the thing it really talks about is that, that many people are eviler than you think Mm-hmm. That's I know true. I said eviler. I know I said. There's, yeah, there's a lot of people. That was like, yeah, yeah like. Well, then you're like, oh, 
Yeah, no, that's evil. Yeah, yeah. no, that's evil. Yeah. That's just bad. I always end up my my YouTube hole, my YouTube rabbit holes always end up at like spider versus wasp. <laughs> like <laughs> like like I'm like it goes on to yeah. what like I start on like a cat video. So I I somehow missed this into this a pregnant spider man thing and then I end up like I like 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, man, Dr. Pimple Popper really oh, got that. Yeah. Do, you know the, uh, do you know the Canadian guy that has all the ant, far, uh, all the ant colonies? No. Oh, I, do, I don't He has a bunch of uh, fire ants that he calls ants of the fire nation. Sure. And, and he has this Canadian accent, and you'll see like time lapse photography of like an ant killing a cockroach, like an, a, an ant colony killing like a giant bug. <gasps> the ants of the Fire Nation sit on the cockroach. <laughs> then this I discovered amazing. that cockroach was pregnant. Is this I was Gonzo? morally conflicted this about Gonzo? showing this. No, it's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Well, see, that'll be a category because yeah. somebody else is going to be like, he's getting. But at all, least it's he's real. It's, all the ant colony it's nature. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> If these things kind of come together more and more, you know that award show thing where somebody wins and then in their speech they're like, all the other nominees were amazing, you know? Yeah. They're going to be things where a traditional yeah. <laughs> entertainer wins and the other four nominees were these things. Yeah. And the YouTube channel I like, which is a guy puts cans of beefaroni in lava flows and you watch them blow up. You oh, know? wow, that's so cool. So he'll be doing his speech and he's like, yeah. and all the... I'm the only good one. Uh, yeah. That's just, I'm, yeah. no, it's just me. Uh, Think of all the people <laughs> who spend weeks writing videos or songs in their basement, putting them up on YouTube to 100 hits. Yeah, I know. Then beefaroni and lava flow. It's I can't wonderful. believe I beat crying Iraq war veteran getting his nipples pierced, but damn it, thank you. <laughs> And you know, I mean, really, everyone in this category is a winner. You, the dude who said the N-word. You, the dude who made up a yeah. new slur. Yeah. All of y'all are winners. Yeah. But it's just like... <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the winner is zero-G diarrhea. Zero-G <laughs> And then the guy comes up and he goes, Chief first diet. of all, wow. Can I just say that? That's, I've always wanted to win something just so I could go, first of all, wow. Wow, wow. yeah. And I, yes, I do say the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, Perfect I think we have time for no, these keep, two people. Keep and then it. We'll, go, and then go on. We'll uh, don't make me go off it. the N word. <laughs> I was thinking about. Oh, well, oh what's your name, too? Yeah. Oh, my name's Mitchell. Hi. Hey, Mitchell. Um, I was thinking about how there's. I was watching American Vandal this weekend. I don't know if yeah. anybody's watched Woo! that show. It rules. But I was thinking about how the, Netflix has like a lot of documentary shows that are like straightforward and serious and like, oh, this thing happened. But then they also have American Vandal, which is parodying that. So I was thinking of maybe like best parody shows of shows on the same network. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Nailed it is like parodying like a cooking competition <laughs> or how yeah. like The Soup used to be on E! parodying their type of shows. Mm -hmm. And oh, I just yeah. think that would be a really fun. Ooh, that's a great or how really really it's true detective, which is a parody of The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How was Lucifer not a parody? How was it not a parody? They found some drama in the fact that yeah. the devil also likes to be a cop. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be so bad. He wants to make things right. <laughs> we got, and then we've got a, a one more ice member. How you doing? I hope this is a good finale. We'll see. Pressure's uh, on. I, Hang um, on. Let's. I, we're all gonna get our hopes up. Uh, okay. Go. Wait yeah. for it. Wait, wait for it. Uh, I'm Harry. Hey Harry. And, hey. hey guys. Like all these, all these categories we're coming up with, they're based off shows that exist. But I'm thinking about shows that I want to exist, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think the most logical category is wackiest or zaniest police consultant, because oh, yeah. therefore <laughs> Magic Castle could come back. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. We could do like 
jet ski consultant. Jet ski. Yeah. I don't know, like some guy who runs a jet ski. Isn't that shop. pretty much what Hawaii Five O is? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's an institution. Yes, Come that's on, true. <laughs> I think it's almost Baywatch too. It's yeah. almost. Uh-huh. <laughs> jet ski consultant. Jet ski consultant. I, love consultant. I do love. I'm gonna get this guy as soon as he goes in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you made one mistake, buddy. Coming out onto the sea. <laughs> sea. I was hoping to do a category of like best show you couldn't make today. Like we're talking about, yeah. like, like with all these, like Murphy Brown is coming back and all these. I just want to go Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, well, we're gonna nope. do it again. It's in a Nazi prison camp during World War II. They're zany. <laughs> they're kind of friends with. Yeah, right? they're all they're buddy. Like, they're all they're friends. Like the, the and the other show that always Hogan's Heroes obviously is. And and the, the crazy thing about Hogan's Heroes is that the people that made Hogan's Heroes that wrote it re- actually remember World War II. Like they actually fought Whoa. in World War II. <laughs> they the, re- knew real Nazis. Right, now know? people are so we're more removed from it than when it was on the air. And now you can't do it, which is the interesting thing. Well, for, they'll update for it and very make good it reason. about like. The newest war, or they'll make yeah. up a war. No, it would have to be like Ralph Fiennes is Clink. Like they really just go no, right down the line. No, no, you guys, what are you? Then no, they're gonna sex it up and put it on CW. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Teen, teen, yeah. teen concentration. Yeah. Brooke Hogan's oh, heroes. Yeah. Hogan's anti-heroes, and then they're oh, gonna yeah. be like one's very dark and is like, you know, it's like I'm, I'm the, I'm a demon, yeah. and then the other one's like, but I'm. You know what? <laughs> I just had sex for it's the just, first yeah. time. It's just Riverdale, but they were all they all escaped yeah. the building it's on nine eleven. It's yeah. Riverdale. <laughs> it's, like, it's, River, it's Riverdale, but in the Burkis Garden with like Hitler. I'm so angry at my mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Hitler's very yeah. angsty. At, at the time, he's got a big <laughs> curly Q mustache, yeah. and then finally like trims it. And, oh, when it tri- oh, yeah. You're gonna see all these posts of people are like, I stand Hitler and Mussolini. <laughs> 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 Hitler Lini. The, the show, the, the, the entire premise of the show Three's Company <laughs> oh, was yeah. that yeah. one guy thought another guy was, was gay. gay. Yeah, that was the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to seven seasons. The secret to the show is they just had a good enough theme song that everyone was just not thinking about everything else. Yeah, but it was, it was just like, it's amazing because it was only it wasn't a hundred years ago. It was like. 30, 40 years ago. No. You remember that show yeah. from 2014, Work It, that was canceled after like two episodes? No. Where no. the premise was too many women nowadays are getting jobs, oh. so two men dressed up as women to get the jobs that they can't get. It was Bosom oh. Buddies, but they were like, we should bring back Bosom Buddies, and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. It was canceled almost. Because they were strippers, so immediately they're like, oh, come on. <laughs> that was why. <laughs> That's a What penis. they really but, got. You guys. It work it. Come Just, on. It was... Come on, men! God damn it! Yeah, too many, too many women have a job. That's like a great straw man. Women are running potentially eighteen percent of jobs. Yeah, we gotta get in there. Insane. Folks, that is the episode for this week. My thanks to Demi Adeyewebe, Haley Mancini, and Dana Gould and our live UCB Sunset Theater audience for making television better. Uh, Just one silly idea at a time. What a lot of fun. I still want Best British. I want that to be a category. Everything, it could be be the country, could be period dramas, could be baking, you know, whatever you want. 
And speaking of the best things, check out this week's Food Notes for some amazing facts about the world of hit TV that kind of underpinned our ideas, uh, especially about animation. I love that medium, and uh, the Primetime Emmy's main broadcast barely acknowledges that it exists. And I, I know that's not in the top 100 problems or 1,000 problems that we would like to fix at the moment, but I also think it would be very easy. We can just knock that out in between things. You know, get them, get them on the main show. Cartoons, they're great. Here's something else you can do. You can check out The Budos Band. They're a great uh, musical group that makes our theme music. It's a song called Chicago Falcon. Also, our episode was engineered and edited by the multi-talented Chris Souza. If you love this episode, that's great. If you hated it, let me know about it on social media. That's right, social media. A place I'm talking Jeopardy. At Alex Schmitty on Twitter. And I'm also on the wider internet at my website, alexschmitty.com. It has my show dates and my email newsletter of just fun stuff and more. And I'm happy to say we will be back next week with more Cracked Podcasts. So how about that? Talk to you then. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.